is Dinner with Jay-Z, where we take a deep dive into conversations buzzing around the internet that deal with money, career, and success in general. This is episode five, and we are midway through our very first season. So please let us know if you're enjoying it as much as we do, and we really do enjoy it. Yes, because I listen to myself on Thursday, just like y'all. I do too. <laughs> and I, I love it. And like, but like, do you like listening to yourself? Like, do you like hearing your voice back? Um, this is the first time that I actually do, surprisingly. Maybe it's because I'm doing, you know, the podcast voice. Yeah, I like, I, I mean, this is my second pod, so I don't really mind. I really don't mind hearing my voice back at this point. I think I've, I've listened enough where it's like, okay, cool. That's me. That's me. Um, it might be a little nasally sometimes, you know, sinus issues, but whatever. So, if you've been rocking with us since episode one, day one, thank you so much for coming back to dinner. And if you are new, welcome to Dinner with Jay-Z. We are your hosts, Jasmine and Zena. Get it? Jay. Z. <laughs> Today's episode is all about quitting your job. You know, I don't dream of labor, and so that's why we're here. We are currently living in the era that's deemed the Great Resignation, and this was coined and predicted by psychologist Anthony Coates. And to sum it up, it's the tipping point of nearly a decade-long trend of employment dissatisfaction. And I find that to be very crazy because we've been working for 10 years. So it's like... So this whole time we have been unhappy? I don't know. You've been crying. You were crying 10 years ago. Yes. And so are you. But I feel like I'm not crying anymore. So... Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know... It's either you learn how to deal with it or you just, you know, quit your job and go somewhere else. So we have been doing what we do for about a decade. Um, It's been a journey for us. But before we even get into all of that, you know how we roll. Let's get into some rapid fire questions. Every time we have to do a sound, you know. So would you rather quit or get fired? I'd rather rather quit, but, but I don't want... I've been fired twice. Um, three times if you count one little rinky dink job yeah. I used to have, but I don't really count that. And I also wanted to go home anyway. So on, for that for that one. So that don't really count. But I got fired twice where it actually hurt. I have never I've never been fired. However, the other day I was on Twitter talking about this same topic and someone was like, Have you seen the Bahamas labor laws? Fire me. Fire me right away. I'm not gonna quit. You can force <laughs> me out. So, I mean, I would rather quit because I feel like getting fired hurts. Even though I don't dream of labor, like, I still don't want to be sent home. Let me make the choice on my own. Yeah. Oh, quitting definitely hurts sometimes. So, work-life balance or give everything you have to the job? What the hell? Well, I mean, some people are workaholics, not me, though. Work-life balance. I mean, at least me trying, you know? Obviously. I'm not, I'm not, I'm... I don't want to say that I won't give everything to a job, but realistically, but realistically, speaking, yeah, you need work-life balance. Like, even if you give everything, you can't do that every day. Yeah, some days, like it's gonna be like I need to go home. I feel like that's more of a of a male energy thing. To, I think to so give too. To a job. And you know, if you look at the analytics, mostly the ladies listen to the girls. So, or people who don't have like a personal life, then yeah, yeah, that too. Okay, work from home or flex time or work in office all the time. So, do I have to choose between flex time or work from home? And then... All the them, other. all them. Okay, I would... I think I prefer flex time. I think there are some pros to being in an office. Yes. Um, But I would like to be able to at least have some kind of control as to mm. how I set up my schedule. So I think I would choose flex as well. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love working from home. But sometimes there are times that you need to actually go into the office and get things done. But I think I would like to, you know, I would like to be the master of my work from home fate. You know, let me choose. Oh, it's giving Invictus. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so co-workers as friends or as colleagues? Ah. I have I have some I have some coworkers who have only ever been colleagues, but I also have I've also had some coworkers who have actually become like 
actual friends in my life like not just acquaintances not yes. just people who I'm only friends with during the time that I worked there but years after I'm still friends with them so I I'm, I'm gonna say friends and I know I know you don't agree <laughs> okay so I added this question because me and Jasmine literally went to dinner the other night and we were talking about this and I was saying that I feel like co-workers can be your friends but after one of us either quits or get fired but while we there, we cool, but we not we not boys. But then, like, yeah. you know, sometimes you need somebody to, to, to do the trauma bonding. That's why we cool. <laughs> but when I leave or you leave, then we boys for real. Mm, fair enough. And then the last one, because, of course, you know, trauma. Cry in the bathroom at work or cry in your car. Cry in your car. And I feel sorry for you if you don't have a car. <laughs> <laughs> Because I've been, I've done plenty crying in my car in my day. Park Let on the beach. Tell you. Park on the beach, carry your food or not. And just, you know. I mean, I didn't even have to park on the beach because all the rest of us used to park in the back. So I could have cried right in my car in the parking <laughs> lot. Like, who would have seen? How would they know? At the, at the time that I actually was crying at work, I... I worked right across from So you a just beach. go right so to the beach? Just drive my car right across the road. Sit down with my food. Do what you gotta do. Cry, eat. If I have enough time, catch a little nap, you know. <laughs> come back I mean, to work. Crying makes you sleepy. Yeah, come back to work revitalized. Ready That's to it. ready to continue to take on the um emotional trauma. All right. So now that we've got done with our rapid fire, Jasmine's gonna let us know to quit or not to quit. So, you know, like Zena said, as we opened, um, we're in the time called the Great Resignation. And I just think it's so interesting. Um, there's so much at play. So obviously we have the pandemic and a lot of people got that taste of working from home or just not working at all. Mm. I mean, and you know, if, if you were fortunate enough to, to not have to work, but still were able to maintain your lifestyle, listen... I respect you and I aspire. Um, but we know in America, um, they, they had Americans quit job at record pace um, during the second half of 2021. And more plan to resign in the new year. Uh, apparently, um, about 23% of employees will seek new jobs in 2022, while 9% have already secured new positions. According to a poll of... 1,250 American workers. Now, I mean, they could have, you know, pulled more more workers than that. But, I mean, kudos to them for actually having data because we don't have any uh, for behaviors. At all. Um, but, you know, maybe criminally underpaid will branch off and let us know what, what the people them doing. I mean, it's a possibility. But, I mean, from Twitter alone, you could tell people been leaving their jobs in mm -hmm. record numbers. Like, every day you'll see someone saying, well, mm, I quit or I'm starting this new position and some quit and went home. Yeah. And it's like, you know, a lot of people feel like, or a lot of Gen Gen Xers. Yes. Gen Xers, they feel like um, millennials are just lazy. And I That's think sometimes, true. well, listen, I think sometimes we teeter the line between lazy and overworked. Yes. So it could, all, like, you know, I may have a really productive day. Today. Today. And then tomorrow I can do nothing. It's because, called balance. Yeah. <laughs> and that's because balance. I gave you everything I had yesterday. Can't lie. But I mean, in general, I don't believe that, that, that millennials who are actually professionals, not just people who have jobs, but people who are actually in their career, I, I would never say that we're actually lazy. We are doing more work, in my opinion, than, than any our parents generation did. before us. Um, Especially when it comes to having to be innovative and and just super productive, we we do a lot on our nine to five. It's not just coming in and you do you know a simple task here or there. We are literally coming up with stuff all the time, whether we're writing policies or coming up with new ways to um, communicate with our stakeholders and things like that. There, there's so many other things that we're doing on top of living through all these, um, Crazy historical things. disasters. Listen, I'm, I'm tired. I'm fed up. I am yeah. 32 years old and I'm ready to retire Same. today. Right now. Today. Um, <sighs> so yeah. Um, so I'm, what's the guy name? Dr. Klotz? 
Clutes? Anthony Clutes. He had said in an interview that it's not just that the, the great resignation is not just about getting another job or leaving the workforce, but it's about taking control of your work and personal life and making a big decision like resigning to accomplish that. So I think, like I said, everybody kind of had some pause. Well, for the most part, a lot of people had a pause during the pandemic mm-hmm. and it made them see like, what Why their life could look this? like what their life could look like if they had more more hours just to themselves yeah to themselves they could do more um they could actually go and do yoga in the morning or go to go to the well not mm-hmm. go to the gym but you know work yeah. out if they wanted to eat a, a, a actual healthy balanced breakfast and just do so many things spend time with your family that i did a lot of that during the, the little piece of time that i actually was able to work, work from, from home, home. I spent a lot of time with my family. It was great for us, uh, a good bonding moment. Um, we did a lot of cooking. We did a lot of catching up on shows, all that kind of stuff. I mean, and to me, even though I I love my career, I love what I do, I love the networks that I build and stuff like that, my family still is the most important thing to me. And I was grateful that I actually had that opportunity to to take that time. And it made me realize I need to get more serious about retiring early if that's what I want to do. I got you. Well, for me, I did not work for a big chunk of early pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, for reasons. So I was just chilling out, to be honest. It was just a lot of downtime. But my best friend, when I talked to her, she said, like, the same things you talked about. Like, in the morning, she didn't have to get ready for work. She didn't have to rush to get to the mm-hmm. office. So she would wake up early she would go, she has a pool, so she'd go swimming for like an hour. Mm-hmm. Then she would go inside. She would shower, wash her hair, obviously, because she'd been swimming for an hour. Is she also white? No. Oh, okay. She's a naturalista. So no, no offense. It just sounds it sounds very it Caucasian. It sounds very <laughs> Caucasian. But that's what she that's what she into. So she'd go shower, wash her hair, and then she would make like a balanced breakfast. She would hang out with her brother. Sometimes they would have breakfast together. Mm-hmm. And then she would be like, All right, now I could start my work day yeah but she was able to do all these things because she had more time to herself and i think a lot of people they feel that way so they kind of like you get me back in the office over my dead body kind of thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then too there are so many companies well there, yes there are a lot of companies that are quickly adapting to the fact that things got a little more efficient um outside of the office outside of the office obviously you know you dramatic you drastically cut overhead costs by having people use your own internet mm-hmm. and light and water and, and even if like you paid for their internet it still mm-hmm. was drastically cheaper than whatever your expenses were to maintain an office building and some companies love that and they doing away with the office building mm-hmm. period and i think that became very attractive i think that became very attractive to people who who wanted that? I mean, like they looked, a lot of people were able to start to look and see like, well, what do I want my days Day to look, to look like? like? Mm-hmm. And if there are companies who are actually adapting to that model and you may work for an antiquated um, company, you know, like you quit some tomorrow. of us, then I may want, I, and especially if you hire in, I, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. If I know that, that, that my skills can be can, used there, yeah, why not? Utilized there. So, yeah. So, how do you know when the time is right to quit? Like, what are some signs? What are some things that you take into consideration um, that make you realize that it's time for you to quit? Well, for one, if you looked at this episode title and clicked on it, it might be time for you. (laughs) It might be. Who knows? So, um, if the environment is unhealthy or simply just not for you, um, it may be time to take into consideration that that it, you know, you could leave. I mean, or you could just, you could also go and find somewhere else. I think yeah. a lot of people, see, I know when we were talking about the stats and stuff, we, we talked about Americans and they have a different culture from us. And I do believe that there are more opportunities for Americans than there are for Bahamians. But I do think Bahamians don't seek other opportunities enough. I I agree and disagree. Because, I mean, you will have some people that, you know, 
within a year they quitting. But you also have some people who stay on their jobs for years and years. Like I remember someone my same kind of age range told me that she was on her job for 10 years. And I was like, how? Yeah. Can you please explain it to me? Yeah. So I think there's there's a mix where we are. You have some people that don't take advantage of the opportunity while you have some people that always on the chase. I know I know somebody in particular, they've been on their job for almost 10 years, have not gotten any promotions. Oh, no, the I was going. The only thing they're getting really is like their, their increments annually Mm-mm. and they don't like it. They feel like they're in jail, but they Go wouldn't even, they, they're not even looking to see if there are any other options there for them. Um, they wouldn't check the paper to see who hiring they ain't even touching that resume or anything like that. And it's like, you don't like it, but you just can stick this one out. No. Why are you going to do that? Absolutely not. That To me, it doesn't make sense. I think that's a, that's a situation where you should leave. Definitely leave. And also, um, when it comes down to some, uh, an environment being unhealthy for you, if it if it's triggering your anxiety, if it's causing you to actually have like physical... Um, ramifications. If you're out in the car crying. Yeah, all of those things to me, I, I think those are signs Those are signs for you to just stop. If you're pulling up to work and, and you automatically like, I don't even want to be here today. If you cry in your car from you pull up to work, it... <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you can't even wake up. That too. That's a sign. That too. That too. If, if waking up... I mean, like, listen, all us is suck our teeth when we wake up in the morning, Yeah, right? but if you literally cannot get out your bed to the shower, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it might be time. That To me, I think that's a big sign. But really and truly, take it into consideration. Yeah, but besides environment, another reason I would say it's time for you to know it's time for you to go if there aren't any opportunities for growth. So, like you said, the person there 10 years, mm-hmm. no promotions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If you get into a position, you've been there 10 years is a stretch. You've been there two years, three years. And in all that time, you haven't gotten any significant raise. You haven't been offered any type of promotion, any opportunities for bettering yourself. Mm-hmm. It's, it's time, time to, to go. go. Uh, it's time to go. And, um... Yeah, it's time to go. It's time to go. It's time to go. Because uh, uh, it's time to go for a couple of reasons. Anyhow, Um, I feel like it may be time for you to go because they don't see your value. Um, And I don't know, maybe you have a vibe with your supervisor. (laughs) Like, no, listen, those kind of things happen where this person don't like this one. So they never give them the opportunity. Right. But. It all. It may also be your time to go because you may not be serving that team properly. Yeah, like your skills may be better suited to another company, yes. or like maybe you need to do some professional development as well. Mm-hmm. But and either way, you're not getting it there clearly because if you were, you would be getting the raises, the promotions, the things like that. I agree. At least you know, holding all things equal. I do agree. Do you think sometimes, um, since you you brought up professional development, mm-hmm. who's who do you think is most responsible for your professional development? I mean, obviously you, because it's your professional mm-hmm. development. However, I mean, companies do have a stake in it as well, because at a company, you should be planning for succession. Mm-hmm. And in planning for succession, you should be ensuring that your team gets the training that they need to either move to the next level, move somewhere else in the company or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, you shouldn't always be trying to look outside mm-hmm. for what is going to ensure that your company continues. Yeah. Sometimes the talent is right there. They just need a little bit of boosting. So obviously, I think it's in the company's best interest to ensure that there is professional development in place. However, like it's up to you. The onus is on you. You should be saying to your manager or whoever, hey, I see this course. I would like to take it. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, sometimes some people feel like the company should just do it all. They should pay for it all and all of that. Like you went to college, They should pay, but you're going to at least look it up. But they may not. I mean, like what if what if your company tells you that they don't have they don't have it to pay 100 percent. Some people want a free ride. Well, 
And and I'm then also, y'all just begin free. Y'all just begin free rides, and y'all just be leaving the company right after. <laughs> <laughs> Pain. Are they paying 70 or at least 80? Because I feel like you should have some sort of skin in the game. I mean, obviously, there are some companies that do pay 100% Mm -hmm. and don't have you bonded to them to get the money back or whatever. If I'm a company and I pay 100% of anything, we can figure out how to make sure you stay there long (laughs) enough to to pay for that back. Well, I did a course with one company and they paid 100%, but... The only thing was like you couldn't fail. Obviously, if you fail, you gotta bring that money back. Yeah, because what what you was what you doing. was doing with my money. But if you pass, then it wasn't no. It was like all right, just come do whatever. <laughs> so yeah. Um. So yeah. If uh, if if there are no opportunities for you to grow in a company, time to go. And and you've exhausted the professional development and all of those things. Then please pack it up and, and go. go where you are valued. Just go. I'm I'm pretty sure that there's something else that you can be doing. And and even with those skills that you would have developed, you could do your own thing. That's how I always feel. Jasmine is queen of the freelance. Oh. I, I mean, that's not that's not my ministry, but it is possible if you have a skill that someone needs, because especially for me, I feel like in what I do, everywhere I go, people be like, So do you do this on the side? Mm-hmm. And I always am the one that's like no girl please leave me alone but if you had if, if, but if, if you i had, had no to, job if i had no job i could obviously do it yeah because then it wouldn't be on the side it would just be a thing. Be, that's what i do <laughs> it would just be a thing that you do um i think if you are grossly undercompensated i mean and thank you thanks to criminally underpaid we kind of have an idea of how how, how much, much people, people make, make it right so Actually, funny enough, there was a conversation that I, uh, my sister was having with me about somebody finding out how much she made. Well, not that she found out. They had, she had a conversation, a very transparent mm-hmm. conversation with someone else about her salary. And the person had been to the company longer than her or whatever. And her salary was no nowhere near my sister's. She was losing it. Right. So she was upset. My my sister my sister was talking about it. And my mommy was like, well, how did she know? And she was like, well, I told her. I and, I, and my mommy was like, oh, no, you ain't supposed to tell nobody. But no, no, yes, no. You are. We got to have these conversations. We actually yes, have to talk to each other about how much we're making, especially if we are either working the same role or... Same company, same or company, same, same level. field, or all of those things because you need to know how what to I could plan. Get. Because I mean, especially for me, I feel like the more I talk about salary, the more I either find out I dead low or mm, I in the middle, or you know, mm-hmm. and you will only know that if you talk about yeah. it. And so obviously that's why I have criminally underpaid because I wanted people to talk about this more. I am I am a huge proponent for being open with salary and mm-hmm. that's the only way to know if you are being fairly compensated. And once you have these conversations and you find out well why the two of us do the same thing, same company, same level, and yet I'm making twenty thousand dollars more than the person. I feel like if it's such a huge discrepancy, it's not even time to have this conversation with management no more. It's time for you to go somewhere else. Yeah, because also management... Because they don't respect you. And and they don't care. At no point is management going to say, oh, well, hey... Sorry, um, I was paying you $20,000 I was just paying you based on what you say you was looking for. (laughs) No. I'll give you the $20,000 right now. No, that's not not going to happen. happen. (laughs) That's not going to happen. The thing is, is when you go and you open up salary negotiations... If you undervalue yourself, they're never going to say, like, girl, bring that up. Mm-hmm. Never. Unless they actually care about you. Unless they you in care. And I mean, it's very few recruiters that do. It's real. It's real. But if you undervalue yourself and they know that the budget for this position was thirty to $40,000 and you say you'll take twenty five, mm-hmm. they can pay you that. They're that- not going to say, well... Hey girl, it was starting at thirty. That was like that hating woman uh, on who on, on, was on Twitter. Yeah, who was like, <laughs> oh, um, this girl asked for sixty thousand dollars, and we had budget for a hundred thousand. But because she asked for sixty, I was like, huh? like, but just give it a just mo- give it a hundred thousand dollars. You know that was the or bottom end of your budget, or, or at, at least meet a half. Yeah, way. meet a half. You way. give her eighty. Yep. The hell, give her eighty. Like, be like, oh, you only asked for sixty. It's cool. We actually will give you eighty. 
and she could be surprised. Because in that instance, you still saving the company money because they mm-hmm. have budgeted a hundred thousand, but you also ain't screwing this woman that you don't know. And she could, and and then you also have you have room to grow to that hundred thousand exactly without you actually having to get a a promotion. You and just she could get a still raise. get raises within her level <sighs> and don't need a promotion. Yeah, but but that's now hate. you just like, ruined it. Like you just hating. was being a hater. That's hating. But a lot of haters in the recruitment field. Yeah, I wouldn't even if if I speak. If I speak. <laughs> if I speak. So the next thing, <laughs> the next thing to know to quit. If you personally need more work-life balance, if you feel like you to the job sixty hours a week. Mm-hmm. But you really want to spend more time with your family. Mm-hmm. Maybe that ain't a job for you. I agree. And then, you know, that's kind of difficult when you when you really think about it. Because it ain't a bunch of jobs. So, like, locally, no. ain't no bunch of jobs. So, if you stress out and you work in 10 million hours, I mean, you may have to... You may just have to suck it up for a while. Yeah. But... If there are other options, and that's why I feel like pe- people should always be looking to see what's available. Um, I think sometimes we get a little too comfortable and we just like, cool, whatever. I, I like my job. I know I could do this. Yeah. Why not stay here? Then it starts getting stressful. Then you start pulling your hair out. But you really, I think I think you should always be. You should always be looking. That you don't should necessarily always know what's mean in the that market. You, right. You not that you're trying you to leave. Apply. But you should, know, you should know what's out there and what's, what it's paying. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's another way to avoid being supremely underpaid. Mm-hmm. Because if you know what is in the market and the money that there is to be made, you're going to be shopping in your skills to try and get that extra money. Yeah. And I think um, when it comes to work-life balance, I think you really need to figure out, like, what are the things that you value most? So if you know that you that you value spending time with your family, maybe you have a, a family member who is a little elderly and you have to take care of them and things like that. And you realize that between your job and these things that you value most, you are running on fumes. I think that's something that you need to take into consideration. I mean, there may be something else that you, that some a, a job that you could do that doesn't require so much of your brain power mm-hmm. that you're able to say, you know what, cool, I do this. I make a couple dollars. I could still make ends meet. And then I could also spend time doing the things that I, that I really, I really enjoy do. doing. So, you know? Yes. So the last thing, if you feel like you're not growing or learning, like personally and professionally, I think it's, it's time to go. Yeah. Cause that's a dead end to me. To me, it's a dead end. If, if you have a, if you have a boss and you can't learn from the boss, if, why are you there? If there are absolutely no challenges for you to overcome, uh, why are you there? You gotta go. Or I mean, listen, it's either you go and 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 take on something more challenging, or actually challenge yourself to figure out like what what's what actually happening in this role that I can do differently. Like maybe you aren't actually like looking living up to your highest potential. Yeah a lot of people don't take initiative and they kind of just sit around on a job and it's like, well, nobody told me to do this. So I'm not going to yeah. do that. Like, no, maybe there are solutions that, that, that you can come up with within your company and you can pitch it to somebody. But then again, you always say that ain't in your job description. <laughs> so uh, anyhow, a girl oh, can only geez. dream. I, I would hate to have y'all on my team though. Oh no. <laughs> wow. No, I would. I, I don't listen. I believe that people should not, you know, completely overwork people but when it comes down to things that that um that show that you're taking um initiative i don't think that's something that you should be like oh yeah no i don't know or professional development oh no um why would i take this up and uh, this don't have nothing to do with my job like yeah but are you only gonna ever do this one job for the rest of your life maybe they are yeah, but any, like I said, I would hate to have them on my team. Oh, boy. Oh, I brother. Would. I would. Y'all could hate me if y'all want. <laughs> I, I, I would hate to have y'all on my team. <laughs> like, if you if you don't want If, if you, you don't want to learn. nothing, then yeah. But I don't think that's necessarily everyone. Just some people. No, just some people. And, and those people need to, they need to leave. Oh, Jesus. Yes, they need to leave. 
Because you not growing or learning also means that you're not really that going to continue. That means you're not putting to, it in. You, and you're not adding value to the organization. Yeah. And you're definitely not adding, adding any value to, to the team. To yourself. Because if you ain't really growing, things are evolving. Technology evolves. The every single evolves. day. Right? And you ain't trying to learn nothing. You ain't trying to do nothing new. You ain't taking no initiative. Just quit. I mean, but also, you know, some managers need to just fire people. But if you work in a unionized environment, that may be very difficult. So, you know. Yikes. Keep it in writing. All right. So if you're determined, now is the time to quit. Jasmine, what's the best way to go about it? I think the first thing anybody needs to do if they really are considering quitting their job, they need to save at least three to six months of expenses. Absolutely. I think, number one... You never know if you're going to actually run into the next job. And you may really need to go. You may need to go now. Uh, yeah. I I have done it before. And I think I was unemployed for like four to six months. So you need that three to six months buffer. Yeah, you need, you need unless something. You, unless you have the next opportunity already lined up. Mm-hmm. If you just quitting to go home or quitting to work on a project or quitting to explore your passions... Save your money before you go. And even then save your money. Like even if you have something lined up because you yeah, never know. Probation. What if you don't pass your probation? Uh, okay, then you get it. But yeah, I would say I would say save up some money. Give yourself enough cushion so that you don't have to be like freaking out and also feeling desperate that you have to go and take, take anything. Take any old job. You ain't asking nothing. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't talk about that. <laughs> so yeah, whatever. this is not the HR episode, but you know, you don't want to feel like you take it any opportunity just because you quit with no mm-hmm. no cushion. Mm-hmm. That ain't solid. Next up, I think that that you should sharpen your skills. I'm not, I'm not next up, but like I feel like as you are saving, you should also be sharpening your skills. There are many free resources and i'm talking zero dollars and zero cents mm-hmm. you can go on youtube you can go on google like google has their their academy and you can yes. learn all these things you can do linkedin learning linkedin learning there are things on facebook you can learn depending on what what field you're in if you want to learn things if you want to learn more about web development um or app development or social media um yes, ma- management marketing all of those things that like you can go on facebook you can learn these things if you wanted to there's all the things on Google. There's what ehow.com or whatever. Like there are so many mm-hmm. things for you to learn something new. You don't have to spend 2000 plus or whatever to learn something. Just go and learn some things and you could see if you could find some free certifications or whatever. Or even if you just find something that's about $200, like let's say your, your job say, oh, we don't have any, anything in our budget to, to fund this couple thousand dollar thing. Mm-hmm. You could find something that's $200 and say, well, okay, cool. Would you I found this, this yep. thing. Can you pay for this? Do it. Like better yourself. I I don't want I don't want to exhaust that point, but honestly and truly, I just feel like sharpen your skills. Yeah. You have even to if be you employable. don't do even if you don't do courses, maybe you want to try something else. Like maybe there's a possibility at your current job before you quit that you could work with a team that you don't usually work with. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a project that you could go on. So like this isn't necessarily a course because some people may feel like, oh, I'm not the school type person, mm-hmm. but you could learn, you know, through the hard knocks of life. Like you could go on a different project and mm-hmm. get skills that you may not necessarily have or do in your day to day. Yeah, because it it it's all it also boosts your experience, and you know you need experience for every single thing. They can ask you all these you know, questions. Fresh about, out of college, the job only paying nineteen thousand dollars, but you need three to five years experience. Yeah, I have three to five years of being in school, <laughs> and I could give you all my experience of being on on a team. Yeah, because that, listen, you know, group projects, and I hate them. <laughs> I hate group projects. I end up doing everything. Just let me do the work right now. But I don't like that though because I don't want you benefiting off all my work. <laughs> so at the very least, you got to do a little something, please. Yeah, do something. Um, refresh your resume. Some of y'all still got your primary school on your resume. That don't make no sense. Why? And also your resume don't even really reflect who you are as a professional. I don't know what your skills are. Um, Why? Yeah, your little the 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 little 
like how I said earlier that I had the, that that rinky dink job. I had a rinky dink job at a game room before. Take that all off. That, that was. Take it I don't off. even think I ever had it on my resume. Take it off. I left that alone. That didn't need to be on now. I was still in college at the time, so it didn't really matter yeah. anyway. I count my my first job out of college as my real my yes, real my first real job. first job because that 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 was just the thing. They wasn't even paying me nothing with sense. So yeah, me personally, I am always. I mean, I feel like I talk about this every episode, but I always update my resume because sometimes you do something new mm -hmm. that is not on there. Mm -hmm. So that's something you could add. Sometimes I just changing the look. Sometimes I'm just changing what I let take precedence on the resume because yeah. you should be tailoring your resume as well. Mm -hmm. If you apply for something that don't necessarily have much to do with what you currently doing, you know, you're going to want to play up the things that yeah. matter to the other place you're trying to go. Mm -hmm. So not only when you're trying to quit, but I feel like always you should be looking at your resume and making sure that it holistically reflects mm -hmm. you as a professional. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, I'll, honestly, you never know when you're going to need, when you're going to need You never know resume. when that opportunity is going to come up. Sometimes you could go to happy hour, you see somebody. And they say, hey, send, and they send say, me a resume. Send me a resume. You want to have something that's ready. Mm -hmm. So refresh your resume. And begin your job search. And I, I honestly feel like do your resume first. Do your resume first. Yeah. Because you never you know to. what you can find. And that need to be in place. At all times. So then start searching. Go through the papers. All online. I see stuff come up all the time. People yeah, are hiring. Like it's, no, it's not real. like a it's not like an overwhelming amount of jobs that are available. But people, people are, are hiring. hiring. And 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 very like niche positions yes. not 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 everything is just this basic like assistant um executive Associate. assistant or whatever this and whatever no. like actual to me interesting jobs mm -hmm. like i see the central bank the central bank always putting out something and i think all of those positions are really interesting, interesting for positions. people, I for agree. people who, who would be interested you in, be in that put out stuff. a couple today they mm -hmm. were you know and it's, so it's things that people would want to look at and apply for. So I think you always have to keep your eye out. Like Jasmine say, it's the papers. You can look online. Mm -hmm. I know I am in this group on Facebook. A lot of times they'd be talking garbage, but sometimes you might see good things. And it's like, you know, people that are looking for jobs in Nassau. So they post a lot of Nassau vacancies. Also your friends. Your mm -hmm. friends, we say this all the time on pretty much every episode. Your friends are a resource. So I know like whenever some of my friends are looking, all of us will send job ads to that person. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you don't like I mean if you make it if you make it clear known. to your friends, make it make it known to your friends, like, hey, I look in then they are more keen to actually send things to yeah. you as they see it because you know, they now know you the put kind them of a position you in. Yeah. So you have to you have to be Open and honest with your friends and they're going to send you them jobs. Mm -hmm. I think the next thing that you need to do, especially depending on, depending on the role that you have, mm -hmm. start preparing your handover documents while you are in your search because yep. you may find something quickly and you quickly got to tell them mm -hmm. I got to go. Mm -hmm. And they can tell you, prepare your handover docs. And if you only gave them two weeks notice or some of y'all is One week, couple days. Oh, effective right immediately. Now. See y'all later. <laughs> At least start preparing. Like, be classy about the way you exit. Yes. In my opinion. Um, because you never know. You may decide to spin the block. And mm -hmm. leave leave well. Leave on a good note. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be like... I know when I had a certain job, this girl, she literally printed out the SpongeBob. I am a head out meme and put it in a manager. Mm. Like... You know, you know the, the little tray on the door? Mm -hmm. And that was it. And that's how she quit. Like, don't do that because, honestly, ah. NASA only NASA only so big. And either you're going to spin the block and end up back at that job, which a lot of people have at that particular job, or you're going to end up working with people from that team on other jobs. Like, right mm -hmm. now, a girl from one of my old jobs about to start at my new job with me. Yeah. So you never know when that kind of thing is going to happen. Also, your name could get called in situations where like, so like you said, she put that on the back of the, <laughs> the lady door, in front of the lady door, whatever. Mm -hmm. 
What if she's friends with the person who can be your next boss? And yep. she'd be like, oh, y'all was looking at her? Yeah. Uh-uh, she didn't even. And that, that definitely happens because mm. there's one time, too, that I put in notice. And they knew before I put in the notice because, like, my next manager and them were literal like yeah good friends especially when you work in in, in a specific field yeah our it, field in particular yeah, is very it, yeah. it's i think it's very it's tight very knit. small yeah very small very very tight knit almost everybody knows um if they don't know the you other. they know of you yes they know your work you know they have seen things that you have put out mm-hmm. so so keep it classy and while you're keeping it classy please give notice don't 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 do the effective immediately yeah then, or please. you know don't just pack up your things and go home like, come on, let the people that, uh, you know, at least give the people a chance to, to, to try find somebody. Yeah. It's like, y'all, it's one, the place hurt. I mean, listen, sometimes, sometimes you, do. you do. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you do. But not always. No. And if it is, if it's not that situation, don't just, don't just leave them high and dry. Mm-hmm. And like I guess, and like we've said locally, and you know, maybe you may spin the block and if you're decide to burn the bridge and you how try are you to going spin to spin block. it no no you can't get here <laughs> no. so you always want to you always want to leave it on an amicable note at the very least unless they disrespect you and then, then yeah do what you gotta do back yeah, do what you gotta do tell them good good evening and go home i mean you know we talking best case scenario when we tell y'all to keep it classy yes but if they don't keep it classy then you don't have to either you know, when Period. you get on your next interview, you just explain it in the most diplomatic way that mm-hmm. you can. Because from they disrespect you, you don't even you don't even intend on coming back. Oh um, yeah, because and then there's a lot of times too. Like I've seen this thing on LinkedIn where someone was like, "If the environment is good, sometimes people will come back for a better money offer. Mm-hmm. But if the environment is bad, no amount of money could change your mind." Mm-hmm. So if you quit because the environment was toxic, unhealthy, or just you just wasn't feeling it, like you could end it however you want to end it because you know you ain't gonna be back to that place. I agree. Now if they do ten on changing the environment, then I don't know what you can do. I mean, but, but if they, I mean that's rare. That's rare. Maybe they'll also change the, the management that that rubbed you the wrong way in the first place. So that's then true. Maybe so then you have a come chance. back to people who won't even know that you yeah. was there. So I mean, you know, unless they go in and searching your name. Um, in the files in HR. Yeah. But, you know. I mean, like, don't go, like... Don't do nothing crazy. Yeah, don't... Don't end, like, F you, F yeah, you, F you, F you. No, just... Just pack your things Just pack your things and go. So, our last question, guys. If you are not immediately moving on to another position, but you want to quit, what is next for you? I would like to think that you have the money saved. <laughs> That's number one, right? Have the money saved. Have your three to six months. If I you, of you have your money saved, then you could pick up and go whether you have something lined up or not. Yeah. And hopefully you have some skills that can be put to use. Um, and even if you don't, I mean, maybe you just kind of, you know, wash a car or <laughs> I don't know, start wow. you know, selling lunch and meal prepping for people or something Jesus. like do something like, no, honestly, you may I still mean, want to do something to make some money. Yeah, and don't let don't let like all that dead time pass. Like, don't just be sitting home because you don't have no job. However, if you left an environment and it was horrible, I say take a vacation. Yeah, it could be a little vacation. It don't have to be nothing grand because you know you still need to keep your three to six months of savings in place just in case you don't get something right away. But I think like take something that's like a mental palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. And then get back to it. And then know? get back to it. Do something. Either look. For I mean, a unless new on your vacation you actually find a sugar daddy, then you don't actually you don't have to work no more. Yeah. And no that's a gold. mood. That's a mood. But <laughs> get get back on your grind. Like start doing your resume if you haven't yet. Start working on some skills. Do a little freelancing in the side if you have skills that lend to that. Mm-hmm. And then get back in the workforce. Or, or mean, retire. I mean, because mm-hmm. like do I said, something. I, I mean, like you. I, I I feel like if you, I think people need to stop for a second, actually take into consideration what it is that they want yes. for their life, right? Um, and what are some of the non-negotiables? So right now at your job, if you really, really, really hate it, um, is it so bad 
Like, is it so bad that you can't stick it out for a little while while you save your money? Um, is it so bad that you can't stick it out until you find something else? Like, think about some of the things mm-hmm. that you really want to do. And when you do quit, you know, try to live the life that you wanted to live, that, that, you're, that you're saying that you want to live. Yes. The reason why you quit your job in the first place is because, you know, this ain't it. So do what, what is, is it? it? <laughs> do what is like, it? Like, I know one time that I quit, that's how I started my first blog. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I've been lacking in updating it these days. You've been days. doing things, Mari. But I've been doing other lady. things. But that's how I started my first blog because I was no, I was like, this is something that I know I want to do. I have the time now. I'm not to go to work every day. So mm-hmm. I'm about to be blogging. Other times when I have free time, I do other things that I am passionate about, you know. I be in the kitchen. Yeah. I do other things. So do the things that you know you like or the things that you want to have more in your life of. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. I, that's exactly how I feel. I feel like you should you should try your best to live your dream life. That um, yes. my my whole thing is about um becoming the woman of my dreams. And that woman don't work a nine to five. She does work. But not a nine to she, five. But like, she does not work a nine to five. I don't I was telling one of my friends the other day, like, I I really don't dream of labor. And he's like, so when you wake up in the morning, what you can do? Hmm. And I was like, I would like to be able to choose the way my day goes. If I wake up and I say, today I want to work on my blog, Mm -hmm. that's what I do in that day. Mm -hmm. If I say today, I'm going to batch record some episodes for the podcast. Mm -hmm. Me and Jasmine, we both don't dream of labor. I could hit up and I could say, hey, girl, you want to record like three episodes? And I could say, yeah, girl, I come in right from the gym. Exactly. If I want thirty in the morning, I can go to the gym instead of going <laughs> six thirty before work. I mean, I talk about my dream all the time. He know I don't make it. He always laughing about how I be walking in the door at six fifteen. I wouldn't have to do that. We could work out when I want, and then pay for the year. You know. Yeah, that's I, how I have, you know you're wealthy. <laughs> I have paid for the year, and well I, I honestly make it whenever I feel. So I would do the things that I want to do mm-hmm. on my own time. I'm not saying I don't want to work. But I don't dream of traditional no. employment. Conventional I mean, employment now, is not my thing. For now, I am doing it because this is how you get the skills to decide mm-hmm, to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do what you want to do. But you have to think about what it is that you ultimately want from your life. And this thing it, bro. And then, this you it. know. This, this, this thing, you know, swiping in. This new for me. <laughs> Same. This new for me. The people sending me emails telling me to um to remember to swipe in even when I did, take lunch. Why did I'm you a... swipe at nine oh 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 one? Like, uh, okay, yeah, girl. Whatever. I mean, but it but it's also not bad enough that I actually need to quit. No, I don't need to quit right now. <laughs> I am actually literally very fulfilled at this current moment, which is crazy. I'm cool. I'm cool where I am right yeah. now. Um, I am very. It could be better, but you know. I'm cool where Life I am. can always be better, but I am very fulfilled at this current moment. I love that for you. I know. It's giving Sanzino. <sighs> Hashtag Sanzino. If you got all the way here. If you got, yes. If you got all the way here. Hashtag Sanzino right Zenzina now. Sanzino right now. Right so, now. Final thoughts, Jasmine. Final thoughts. Quit your job, boy. Like, if you, if you if really ain't on that run, if you really ain't on that run, go and find another job. And like I said a couple of times, please save your money first. Don't be quitting your job. You ain't get no money in that. Then you know, next thing you know, you, you know, won't you be calling people every day asking account. them. Don't do that. Ooh, you calling people every don't day asking them for um, $20 and this don't and that. that. If, you, if you go in the way and they say you can get me with Linda. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> that. Make sure you have your own money, wait. Don't do that. So have some money. Look around. There are people actually looking for 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 employees mm-hmm. to look around, like sharpen 30, your skills. Thirty job notifications on LinkedIn a day. Get Thanks. it together, man. Um, you ain't been on LinkedIn since you created your profile. Mm-hmm. Go on and dust that thing off and 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 figure it out. There's people out there. I mean, y'all using LinkedIn, awesome. I I ain't there yet. <laughs> I ain't there yet. I reposting y'all stuff, you know. I reposting the stuff, but yes. I, I I just ain't there I'm yet. Like y'all writing essays. Lady. I love that for the. I love that for y'all. I love that for y'all. So my final thoughts. So while I was looking this up, I saw this quote and it was saying that society teaches us that quitters never win and winners never quit. But in reality, the data is showing that we would all be better off if we quit a little bit more. Quit your job. So, you know, 
quit your job. A good rule of thumb when you are deciding to quit or make any big life decision is that you do something that disrupts the status quo. Mm -hmm. If you find that, you know, the status quo in your life is not working, especially when it comes to career, go home. I mean, or go to the next opportunity. A lot of times there is this stigma when it comes to quitting. And, you know, people who work in HR say all the time, like, they don't like job hoppers. But, I mean, I don't like jobs with bad environments. So, here we are. Oh, and one of my friends, he just... Uh, so, anyhow, you all may know based on based on the reference. But one of my friends went to a new job. He thought it was going to be great. It wasn't great. He decided, nah, after I going home. <laughs> And listen, I love that to because it. why? If you are, if you identify very early on that this ain't for you, why are you staying there? Just go, just go. go. The same way they have the right to do you fire within the promotion. You. you have the right to also say I go in home. And ain't nothing wrong with that. And I want, I want us I to want stop thinking to like it. Gen Xers. Yeah, you don't have to stay on a job one, three, five, whatever years just to prove mm-hmm. like you have stickability. If you get somewhere and you immediately know this is not the place for me. Why you why you stressing yourself? Why you doing that to yourself? Not having a job is not the end of the world. It is absolutely it's not. not the end of the world. As long as you have transferable, employable, or even skills, or even a good personality, you will be an employable person. So, yeah. you know, like people say if one door closes, they jump through the window. I mean, I'm not that kind not of person. Not jump through the window, no. But <laughs> There's always opportunity in this market for people. I agree. If you if you feel in the quitting spirit, who am I to say stay? And you and you may not have to listen. You don't have to be in in the job market. Some for some people that just ain't that thing. You may know how to braid, and you want work for yourself. So do, do that. Do, do that. that. You know you I'm, hate your job, but you know you got some other skills. Do that. Do that, way. If you because also nobody nobody wants to be to work with y'all complaining about your job absolutely not all day no if you can complain about your job more than you do your work I want you to go home just as much as you want to go home no so honestly do it. because then you also make people um, miserable too and then you start to make people hate their job too like yeah, you may because, not have necessarily been that angry now all of a sudden y'all always gossiping and and, and complaining about this person and, and I'm into that so, so yeah you you quit. Please. You will make it a better <laughs> environment for both you and me. <laughs> quit quit for, uh, on everybody's behalf. Just, just do it. So I would like to thank you all once again for listening to Dinner with Jay-Z. You may have been listening to us while you drive home from work. We know we, you know, air at five o'clock. That's when I listen. I take a long drive. Sometimes I'll go to the food store just because I know I listen into the episode. You might have been listening at work. The next morning because that's what I do. <laughs> you might have been listening with a friend you might have been listening while you eat while you work out whatever you did you have spent some time with us and i appreciate it we hope that you enjoy tonight's episode and that you had a good laugh or you made a decision that hey it's time for me to quit my job whatever you decided i hope that you all have the night that you deserve quit your job Quit your job. So if y'all want to, please find us on Twitter and Instagram, Dinner with Jay-Z, so y'all could interact with us. Um, we have our polls when we do our rapid fire. So please, I know you may be listening from somewhere else. Like you may, you may have found us on Instagram. Go on, go on our Twitter. We like to we like to see what you have to say anyhow. Um, if you're on Twitter. And if you're just on Instagram, then you know, you could send us a little message too. And like, you know, we want to hear from you. And if you watch our YouTube, leave a comment. Please. Because I am feel have some comments on our influencer episode and I enjoyed them greatly. Thanks, girl. Y'all please. Talk to us. We talking to y'all. So talk back. That's all I saying. <laughs> and if you didn't know it, this is a solid pod. This is the outro music. <laughs> <laughs>